Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Morning, Melissa. Good morning. You got to give me a second because I got to go get some more coffee. (laughs) It's been a little rough the past few days. <laughs> Indeed it has for I, me too. I have been absolutely exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get to the point where it's like, you know, getting towards the end of the week and you've just had like day after day of not real great sleep and yeah. it just, you're just hitting the wall? Yes, Absolutely. Actually, I would say this is one of those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we can, you know, share in that misery together, <laughs> I guess, as we record our little podcast here. Yes. And, and, and in anticipation of our conversation today, I actually went to bed quite early last night before 10 o'clock. And at 2 a.m., I was still wide awake for no reason. <laughs> and so when I woke up this morning at 5.15, again, for no reason, I just <laughs> feel like I got thrown down a bowling ball alley, <laughs> a bowling alley. <laughs> well, it's super nice that you prepare for a podcast about being tired. <laughs> well, it was the least I could do. to being tired. It was the least I could do. <laughs> so considerate. <laughs> well... I think it's interesting. Most most of us adults live seem to live our life in a state where we're like physically tired almost all the time, which which seems kind of strange, right? Like why are why are we doing why are we doing that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and I would expand it. I don't even think it's just physically tired. I think we're going through a lot of times where we're mentally tired, mm-hmm. we can be emotionally tired, physically tired. And I think each one of those is independent of each other, or they can all just collapse at once. Right, right. Yeah, you know, this week and last week, last week, we, uh, I had another just really busy week, right? I had meetings, I had work, I had kids stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were recording video. Yeah, you had, it, last week was really tough on you for and, sure. Uh, and when we went to record our video lesson last week, I was no other way to describe it, but just simply punch drunk. Like, <laughs> I was like, my brain was slow, right? It was ex- extra silly. Like, it was just crazy. And that night, I just remember thinking, like, why am I pushing myself to the absolute limit, mm. right? Yeah. Like, what is driving me to, to, like, push so hard that week that I actually just kind of felt crappy the whole weekend? I had to recover. It took me the whole weekend to recover. Yeah. So why did you think you were? <laughs> I don't know, because I just felt, you know, admittedly, part of it's my own doing, right? Part of it, part of it. Part of it. I don't... Just part. Very small. <laughs> Come on. 
okay, I mean, all of it was my own doing. Um, That's the spirit. <laughs> no, but I, I think I felt, you know, I had, um, I wanted to make sure I stayed really high output at work. We had yeah. a bunch of projects in flight and I wanted to get all that stuff pushed out. Um, and I had, oh, and the other thing I had this idea you know, I had the remote sidekick idea. Oh, that's right. Right? So You should spend just two seconds talking about uh, what that so, is. So I had this idea for uh, what I was noticing with my employees is that uh, take childcare and the work at home and the intermingle of kids and work was really stressing everybody out, um, including me and my wife. Um, and... And it's just like, what do you do with your kids if both spouses are working full-time but remote during the day? It's really right. stressful. It is very and stressful. So what I thought I'd do is uh, hire a babysitter um, who would watch, who would hang out with your kid for like an hour on Zoom. And she's a teacher, um, you know, and so... I came up with this idea and I implemented this idea called Remote Sidekick where my employees could schedule an hour with the virtual babysitter, um, give give them some relief to focus on work uh, and make it so their kids weren't just watching Netflix the entire day. So, I would like anyway. to also fill in the blank on this piece to say that you did all that in 36 hours. You created a yes. website, yeah, you that's... hired somebody, you designed the website, you created a calendar event... Yeah, yeah, the software to schedule it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that's that's why it's all my own fault. But I had this idea, so I had this big idea last week. So yeah. on top of my normal workload, I had this mm -hmm. big idea last week, and I wanted to, and I had to get that out. Yeah. You know, just part of me is just like I had to do it, or else, you know, um, it just kind of like sits there and turns in my brain. Mm. Um, so I did that, um, and then um, I had my CEO round. Uh, like peer group meeting, my Vistage meeting, and had to prepare a bunch for that. And then you and I were recording. So by the end of the week, I was absolutely done. Yeah. So I think on top of me just not getting enough sleep, I also had a really high mental output mm -hmm. week. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Which fried my brain. Yeah. You know, I, I just, in, in thinking about this, both of us are, I would call high achievers. Um, or certainly we put ourselves in the, in the bucket of must do a lot of stuff and do it extremely well all the time mm -hmm. or else we're flat out failing <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we give other people grace. But I, I do think that like for myself, I think that I very much base, um, when I'm unintentional and unaware, I very much base my worthiness directly connected with my productivity. Yeah. And, um, and I think that that is a common American problem. Yeah. So digging deeper to this, mm -hmm. this idea that, you know, shorting your sleep yeah. and working more is a positive trait. A badge of honor. Right. Actually. Yeah. A badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. I have friends that that downright brag that, oh, no, I only have to sleep five or six hours a night. And yeah. personally, I have to sleep like eight or nine hours a night or else like 
I just can't function very well. I mean, to me, like my whole thing is my ability to think, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I am a knowledge worker. I am mm-hmm. a creative, like my brain is the thing that I rely on as, as my tool of survival, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to make sure that that is well taken care of. And the only way I know how to do that is sleep. Yeah. Well, and that's the physical manifestation, right? And so being unaware, um, the physical body will show signs of tiredness and you'll be able to feel that really quickly. And uh, whether you choose to ignore it or not, whether we, not you, but we, um, you know, I think with physical tiredness, we can tell immediately where we're at on the scale, on the spectrum. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's interesting to listen to the language we use around some of this stuff too. Mm. Cause like if you're tired, what should you do if you're tired, Melissa? Well, you should power through, right? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you don't notice coworkers that are really tired. You would never say to them, oh, you should go rest. Right. Well, I, when we were thinking about, when I was thinking about this topic, I thought it was really interesting to think about how we deal with children when they're Mm. tired, Mm -hmm. right? Everyone who's even, whether you have a kid or not, even been around a child knows that like when they hit their tired limit, Mm -hmm. like it's all over, right? It's temper tantrums on the floor. It's, (laughs) you know, it's like you can't, they can't even function, right? Well, I'm 53 and I think I'm almost done with that stage. (laughs) Like I I think I can stay off the floor now. (laughs) And what do we do with kids, right? We're like, oh, you know, like little Billy's just tired. It's okay. Like we give kids so much grace yeah. when they're tired. And yeah. and and instead of punishing them for being tired or nothing like, oh, look at little Billy's tired. He's such a low output, horrible human. Um, yeah, right. We just like, we coddle them. We get them into bed. We mm-hmm. take care of them. And we, you know, we get give them, them back for the next day. <laughs> yeah. Adults, we don't do that at all. No. Why don't we do that for adults? No. Because physically, we're not different, right? No. As a matter of fact, you know, one of our colleagues has done sleep studies on the human body and, and have found that kids that are in their late teens actually require the exact same amount of sleep as an infant. Hmm. I mean, so I think our physical bodies require different things throughout our whole life cycle. Mm-hmm. And our ability to connect with that is one thing, but our ability to make good choices for ourselves is another. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's, we're just talking about like, like we've just barely touched on the mental fatigue. I think physical fatigue and tiredness is much easier spotted, even if we're not particularly aware. Just because mm-hmm. you can't go any further, you just reach a point where that's it. You can't go any further. Yeah. And, and you know, externally, you actually do start looking different. Yeah. I mean, you can get bags under your eyes, your face kind of gets a little bit longer, your your shoulders shrug. You know, like Mm -hmm. you can spot a tired person, a physically tired person um, when you walk up to them. Yes, that's so true. But it's a little harder to spot a mentally or an emotionally tired person. Yeah. And I think that mental fatigue is much more pervasive and I think it's a very sneaky fatigue because we can um, have real extreme mental fatigue and it builds so slowly that a lot of times 
I don't think we even acknowledge Mm. how mentally exhausted we may be. Mm -hmm. And then I think depending on if you are somebody who is more aware or not, like if you're high in awareness, but you're also somebody who is a real brain space person, like, yes, I know I'm tired, but it doesn't matter because I have this list of to-dos that I have to do. Otherwise, I've failed myself. I'm not doing the job that I know I can. And I feel like the mental fatigue is really sneaky um, because we've talked ourselves into believing that we can actually control mental fatigue by powering through. Mm. Yeah. Buckle down. Yeah. 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 Suck it up. Pull up your bootstraps. (laughs) You know. And yeah. you hear people say stuff like, well, it's okay. I can, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take some, I was talking with a VP of HR yesterday, a very highly skilled, highly outputted individual. And they literally said, I can't stop. I'm on my yeah. emails. I can't leave an email undone in a day. I have to answer everything. And I'm up at five because I know there's more and everyone's relying on me. And then they finished that whole topic with, but it's okay. It's okay. At the end of the month, I'm going to take a couple of days off. Yeah. I bet uh, there's almost a 0% chance that they take a couple of days off. But even thinking about the response to that mental fatigue, his own personal response to that mental fatigue was, I'm, I'm going to take some time off at the end of the month, weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take some time off too, probably when I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's like <laughs> joking language that say, no. oh, that's okay, we can sleep when we're dead. It's like... Yeah, right. Yeah, it is really amazing. Um, you know, the that that sidekick project that I did last week was really, to me, my response to observing this mental and emotional mm-hmm. fatigue in my team, right? Yeah. Like I, I know, I knew, I could sense that the, you know, having uh, having kids around your work environment all day, and and really getting towards the end of summer where it's much harder to know what to do with your kids. Yeah. Right. right. I think all parents know that the end of August is like the yeah. hardest, yeah. <laughs> like the hardest couple of weeks as a parent. Yeah. Um, and the unknown of school was causing such stress. And all I wanted to do was give them a little bit of a, a break, right? Just the tiniest bit. And that was born of your real need of the tiniest break. Yes. I also needed a tiny break and my wife needed a tiny break. <laughs> you went into overdrive to create more when you desperately needed a tiny break. But isn't that interesting? Like that's, I don't say that in judgment. It's, it's like, wow, that's, that was, it was very, no, it was very noble, but it was exhausting. Yeah. Like I, I need this, like for me, right. I, I needed it, but my response to it was, I, I have to do this for others, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. which caused me to really mm-hmm. have a pretty rough week. Right. Which I think also then leads to emotional fatigue. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
is we're, we're kind of breaking this down and in the self-awareness journey, we're always talking about there's four bodies. We all have four bodies, our spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional bodies. And in order to be truly centered, all four of those things have to be in alignment mm. with each other. What we think and say matches what we do and how we feel. And, and when we're talking about tiredness, like emotional fatigue is something that is much harder to sense for mm -hmm. everyone because um, I think we're so used to pushing our emotions away or making excuses for them or certainly not honoring them. You know, I think we're now kind of turning that corner and I think that everyone's trying to become more aware of that. But emotional fatigue causes all sorts of things to happen that make everything else fall out of alignment. Mm. And I think emotional fatigue um, is born of things that are quieter, um, but that are much more pervasive in someone's life. Like if you just look at this, the pandemic, how the pandemic started in March and here we're making this recording in August or whatever. And you, you see, <laughs> no one knows no. <laughs> the pandemic makes it so no one even knows the month anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and so now it's been several months, but you can see emotional fatigue now, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as it becomes greater and greater. And if someone's operating at a highly emotionally exhausted state, all of those other bodies start to get wobbly. You know, your mental acuity, your tiredness that you feel in your mind, you may do different things physically, like under emotional pressure and stress and tiredness. I think people either can overeat or they stop eating or they start over exercising or they can't exercise because emotionally it's requiring so much energy that we don't normally admit yep. that it's wearing us down. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really interesting because unlike unlike physical tiredness, I mean, physical, eventually you're just going to stop, right? Like mm -hmm. Your your body's going to be like, this is enough. You're, you know, you're, you're going to fall asleep. You're going to pass out, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But what's like the emotional tiredness equivalent to passing out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some, you, some people get to that point, right? They sure but it's, do. But it's a lot longer. It's not like a day or two. It, they could be mm -hmm. months or years. Right. And the manifestation of emotional tiredness, I think, turns into anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. breakdowns, um, or overextending your reactions to things. Your reactions on the outside become much more expanded or out of context even because mm you're not operating from a centered, um, fully resourced emotional body. Mm -hmm. And I think that we are seeing a lot of that right now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, I've, I can kind of, I've observed like even, even big events, right. There's some, there's some big events. I mean, uh, the, George Floyd thing in Minneapolis that happened a few yeah. months back, right? Mm -hmm. To me, looking at that as an as um, if you just kind of zoom out on it, it's just like here's certainly it's a it's a, a tragic event in its own right, yeah. 
but yeah. it was just amplified because yes. of the pandemic stuff and everyone's just so emotionally exhausted and then yeah boom it just explodes right yeah which yeah. is completely so understandable yes right? <laughs> yeah it's very interesting to talk about this though because it is really how do we recognize our own signs you know of tiredness and and fatigue and and i think that by by giving ourselves you know i think the approach first of all in just in this conversation i think the approach is really interesting how you approach yourself in this topic um, and how you approach other people as you're noticing and thinking about being tired right mm -hmm. i think the first thing and i i I feel like I always end up coming back to this point, which is um, we have to give ourselves grace. Like there has to be grace in, in our tiredness. We have mm -hmm. to allow ourselves. For me, for example, like in my own um, journey of becoming more aware and spending more time in my centered space, I have noticed that... Um, it's my reaction to when I recognize myself. When I see myself mentally tired now, for example, mm -hmm. uh, not long ago, I would say, it doesn't matter. I have to put this stuff, I have to get this stuff done by the end of today. I don't care if it's 10 o'clock at night. Well, I stop operating well at three o'clock. I'm mm. on fire early in the morning and I start wearing down and by about three o'clock, I'm not creative anymore. Like if I can honor how my thinking patterns are and I can be in alignment with my own energy, um, I can be so productive and so creative. Yeah. And if I can, if I can recognize, even if I had a planned time when I was going to create something, if I sit down and I have the space to create, but I'm just tired if I can recognize that and give myself a break and not try to force it, mm -hmm. when I do feel more energy and I do feel more alive and awake and centered, everything else flows so much easier and, yeah. and it's so much better yeah. and faster and just everything. It just is right. Yeah. Yeah. We want people to be in that state more often than not, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, in even in, uh, sort of in that in that work context, like we talked about, how many how many people could call up and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm not working today because I'm just tired." <laughs> right? That probably doesn't fly at a lot of companies, right? <laughs> You're fired. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your time. It works in my company. I tell people, "Hey, if if you're tired, if you're not feeling it today." don't work. Yeah. Like I don't want your yeah. like half brained, like problem solving and creativity on, on our work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, don't do that. Right. I would rather you go take a nap mm -hmm. and then get back to a, a state where you are you, like a hundred percent and then work. Cause I, cause you know, the work's way better anyway. Like, yeah. like you can, you can be tired and do a crappy job for eight whole hours. Yeah. Or you can probably do something brilliant, fully rested in a quarter of that time. Yeah, that's right. So, that's exactly right. It so, just seems silly that we're tying 
<laughs> those things so closely together. Well, and again, I think it comes back to the expectation, particularly in the workplace and even at home for some people. Even oh, at home, yeah. we got yeah. we got kids and laundry and yeah, I know meals yeah. and you yeah. know, and if we're not bringing the kids to sports and we're not doing extra credit with them and we're not doing all this stuff, we're not doing our job as a parent. Right. Right. Yep. So that must have something to do with our worthiness then. If we right. can't be Absolutely. these great parents and we can't do all these things, then again, it's that productivity equals worthiness mentality. Yep. yep. I think that's really, um, what a, what an interesting thing to think about. And I think too, for our listeners that are listening today, it would be very interesting to take your personal inventory. Like as we're talking about being tired physically, mentally, and emotionally, it would be very interesting for us to just think a little bit about that in each one of those areas and to decide how do they impact each other? And what are my trigger points where I know I've reached a state of mm-hmm. tiredness that is not helpful for me? Yeah. You know, and I think again, like you were saying, the physical parts, so much like I think that's the first and easiest one. And isn't that interesting? Because we're always talking about your body tells you how you're feeling before anything else does. Yeah. So there it is again. Um, and then that mental fatigue, it's like, the art of creation, the art of just doing our regular work. Um, how does that manifest itself when you're tired? And can you find your own signs, what your trigger points are when you're feeling tired with that? And then the emotional tiredness. Wow, we just don't think about that. No, that's true. We just don't think about emotional fatigue. And yet that is the baseline. Our emotions and our feelings are the basis for everything. Yeah. That's great. That's great to think about. And on that note, I'm out of coffee and I got to go refill. (laughs) I guess I kind of am too. (laughs) We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.